0: Hello and welcome to the Navigating Life podcast with me, your host, Carol Joy Williams. It's December 2021, and I'm wondering if I'm the only one thinking how on earth did we get here? Am I the only one feeling a little disorientated as we wrap up work and start wrapping Christmas prezies? And navigate another festive season of unknowns with new travel bans and more curveballs than should be allowed in an entire human lifetime. Let me be completely honest with you and tell you that I'm recording this part of this episode in my pajamas because I'm finding that by 4pm I am ready to go to bed. 2021 is wrapping up friends. For me this year has been bittersweet in every sense of that word. It's felt intense and numbing and hard, and yet when I look for it, there I also find some of the sweetest moments of my whole life. Memories made, the year in which I fell deeply in love with someone wonderful, warts and all, and what a humbling experience that has been. Our business grew, I grew, I got healthier, and made progress in overcoming some mental blocks that I've had my whole life about my weight and body in the small and big in the loud and quiet moments and everything in between this year has held suffering and beauty wonder and heartache shared meals with friends and lots of walks and a dark time in winter we getting out of bed every morning required the utmost discipline I tried things that I've never tried before like ziplining and kayaking and was rewarded for this with the gifts of screaming and laughing in equal measure as I launched myself off the ledge while ziplining over the most beautiful landscape and when kayaking having dolphins come right up to our kayaks, dancing in the water as we bobbed up and down and watching them with great delight and wonder. I've had about a million hard conversations, learned more about boundaries and resolve, about how to love and be loved in return, how very few things in life are black and white. I'm in the process of learning to let go of performance and perfection even more. And if I were to sum up last year, it was that I learned to be more present. And if I were to sum up this year, it's been that I'm learning to be more human. To allow my heart to be touched both by joy and by pain, because as I've learned again for what feels like the thousandth time, you can't have one without the other. I've battled mentally to stay afloat in parts of this year, and at times I've given up. Perhaps you can relate. I felt overwhelmed by it all, wondering what the point is and if we'll ever get out of this mess More recently, I've been trying to lean into gratitude and wonder again. Not in the same way I would have done so in years past where actually these things were probably more denial, if I'm honest, and far less like the gritty thing I'm learning they truly are. The ability to hold all of these things in tension. I'm trying to journal more and focus on the beautiful and wonderful things and not fixate so wholeheartedly on the things that are not how I want them to be. I'm not doing great at this yet, but I'm here and I'm present and I'm grateful that stubbornness is such a fundamental part of my makeup because right now that seems a good way to approach this. Letting go of control is so hard and perhaps one of the deepest things I'm navigating at the moment. I'm Learning again that beauty is so good for my soul and so I'm trying to become a beauty finder every day. Training my eyes, ears, heart and mind to find it. Notice it and say, thank you, God, for it. I hate that life is bittersweet if I'm honest, but it just is. And perhaps acceptance is what I'm working at here. For this episode, I wanted to have a chat with two of my friends, seeing as this is a bit of a year in review episode and so talking to myself would probably have not been a great idea. Anyway, I wanted to invite my two friends who will be no stranger to you. You would have heard them on the Navigating Life podcast before, Jason Skippers and Phobian, two of my best buddies and guys of general awesomeness. They join me and we reflect on the year that has been. Here's our conversation and please forgive the different sound quality on this section. We had some technical difficulties. So for episode seven, I decided I wasn't going to host the whole show on my own like I usually do. And I've invited two of my very wonderful friends, Jason and Ulrich, who you might know from the What the Beep is going on in the world segments. I asked them to come and join me to have a chat about the year. As you know, this is a kind of a year in review. It's a little bit of like a journal or diary entry um, and we're gonna be chatting about how the year has been for us. And I'm also gonna be sharing some of the feedback that I got from people via social media. And I'm hoping that even just in our conversation that we have today, it'll help you like think about your year and think about um, you know, what have been some of the challenges, what have been some of the victories. And um, I always like doing this at the end of the year. I've never done it in podcast form though. So this is gonna be interesting. And as you know, Jason and Ulrich are both quite funny. So hopefully, we'll have some laughs. No pressure, guys.
1: <laughs> no Is that how you say hello, Jason? Yeah. What? It's pretty laugh? creepy. <laughs> I mean, you it's... just giggle in there like, hey, who are you? <laughs> Hi. <laughs>
2: which, which either strikes fear in your heart or makes you laugh along. Well, so, I mean, between you and first?
1: me, you're the one who's married, so clearly it works. So I need to practice on my laugh.
2: That's true, but he
0: also has two babies that are under the age of eighteen months, so just and that's when the, last of the okay,
1: It works. It works really well then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Okay, things are getting spicy already. I like it. <laughs> okay, so um, as I said a little bit earlier, we're doing a little bit of like a reflection. And you know, I, I guess I, I guess it's safe to say that the last two years have been really, really tough years. I think for everyone in the whole entire world. And um, sometimes it's it's kind of difficult to to catch your breath and find yourself in these types of spaces, you know. And I, I was saying to a friend the other day, I feel like maybe this is the first time our generation has lived through something like a war or something that has impacted the whole world and the economy and our Mental health and that kind of thing, so I guess it's just been like a really interesting i mean that 's a, a euphemism, a really interesting time to be alive and I asked on my social media if people had found that um you know was twenty twenty generally easier or tougher for you and I was actually quite surprised that uh sixty four percent of everyone who responded um said that it had actually been tougher they would found twenty twenty one tougher than twenty twenty wow yeah surprising um Uh, sorry
1: if you'd asked them after omnicrom was announced it would have been a (laughs) hundred percent
2: (laughs) true yeah this is like okay
1: this is not good i think siri also commented as well she wasn't happy about (laughs) yeah no i
0: mean she is listening um anyway but (laughs) yeah i thought i thought that was that was kind of interesting and for me it definitely reflected my answer. I think I have found twenty twenty one a lot tougher or already oh, than twenty then twenty twenty um and there are a few reasons for that. I think maybe just like my general sort of coping with lots of stress ability has has just been, you know, it's kind of been something that we've been under now for like two years. I was like quite fresh last year in some ways. <laughs> um and I think just the constantness of what we've been going through is maybe what's what's made this year more tricky. I think some personal issues maybe have made it more tricky. Um but yeah, I, I was wondering Jason for you like would you say easier or tougher or the same? I, like
2: I think it was pretty much equal in the sense that the, the unknown of 2020 have just been thrust into like, oh my word, the entire world is going into hibernation and avoiding one another, avoiding breathing on one another um, for this disease and the unknown of this, this thing called COVID. And then how we had to adjust with our lives and creating bubbles and that sort mm-hmm. of adjustment, which was, which is tough for everyone. And I think that that mental shift first it felt like a holiday and then it started being real. I think, but but for me, I mean, the birth of my first child was when lockdown hit in South Africa. So it's like, (laughs) so that's dealing with all of those things. We have to navigate raising a child without the help of the immediate family. And because everyone had to be in your little house versus this year, where I feel like I I've I've got used to I've gotten used to the, this idea of lockdown, particularly in South Africa, where we lock lock things down or the, the government locks things down and there's a curfew and alcohol can't get sold and random things, you know, are not allowed. But you I'm so used to it, it's ingrained in me already. So I kind of feel like it's the 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 unknown of this year where things are so volatile that things change at a drop of a hat, versus last year the unknown of the pandemic. So for me it kind of balances out.
1: Okay, well, I have a question. These two years that were basically the same for you, were they good years or bad years, or diffi- difficult years or easy years? Let's rather ask that. Yeah, difficult yeah, years or easy years?
2: I think it, uh, in, in many in many senses it was both. And in, in the sense that I mean, I, uh, both of my. First child was last year. Birth of my second child was this year. <laughs> Netflix wasn't good enough. <laughs> um, so, so you obviously... can hear the difference
1: between the two last, and we know which one works better. Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. So no, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you, you're navigating life. So, so I guess both. it's been both ends. Like difficult in the sense that you have to know it's new families grown and there are restrictions on the outside and wondering, oh my word, are my kids going to contract this? This virus and, and what sort of thing can what what sort of to sort of results can result of that? Like I, I lost a friend uh, last year um, to, to COVID, and he has left with the, he's left behind by a wife and two kids, and young young kids. I'm talking about ages three and six, and so they're gonna live the rest of their life without their dad um and died through covid and he was one of the most fittest people i mean he climbs mountains and stuff like that so it was i didn't fit the narrative of comorbidities and stuff like that anyways so i mean that was the difficult part I'm sorry friends. to hear that so you lose friends and, and, and your life mm-hmm. is altered entirely um and so that's a, I guess the difficult part i think the easy part was um how seamless our family my immediate family just we and that's how we wired we just put our heads to the ground and we just gonna we'll tackle the mountain in front of us
0: yeah, Jason, I, I kind of, I like what you highlighting the fact that it's actually complex, you know, nothing is ever all bad or all good, I reckon. I mean, uh, this is something I wanted to get into a bit later, but maybe we can jump into it now, like, or just kind of introduce a thought. But, you know, as hard as as the years have been, the last two years, um, there have also been like many amazing things that have come from it. You know, for me, like learning how to be present um learning how to um yeah just like th- the lack of rush you know it's it's sort of um life has become a lot smaller and for me as someone who like lived this jam-packed like schedule all the time it's actually been really good to learn how to just kind of operate in like a bit of a smaller um space in a way so i mean I, like i say i like what you're saying or what you what you're highlighting there is that each each kind of situation has had its like really hard stuff and it's really good stuff. Maybe it's just that it's all been a bit heightened because we've been like in this, the backdrop of this like worldwide crazy craziness, you know, um, and Ori for you, like what, what would you say to that question? Better, worse, equal, like how would you answer that?
1: For me, uh, I, it's a complicated answer because we've got um, adventures and challenges every year, uh, as Jason was highlighting. And I think I've always there's always been something difficult in every year, and there's always been something really great or, or many good things as well. But if we're looking at specifically only these last two years, then I I have to go with 2020 because I lost my grandmother in that year. And I got stuck in South Africa twice. I work in Japan, so getting stuck there was interesting. And the first time I got stuck for four months in um, end of March, and only came back four months later through a repatriation Ethi- Ethiopian Airlines uh, Airways flight. And oh. I got stuck in Addis, Addis <laughs> that was for like three quite a days. Thing. Mm. I got stuck in Addis for three days, and during that time, they decided it's a coup time. So the country was in a coup and uh, basically there was no cell phone signal or anything like that. Um, So I went from being stuck for for four months into this three day quarantine. I was driven to my hotel uh, on dirt roads with uh, people holding guns bigger than my luggage uh, and then stayed in the hotel and all the, the, the internet was down. So that was an amazing, experience where I just had me and um prayer and CNN which is a weird combination but the CNN was on the was on the TV and that's basically all that was there um and then finally made it through and there was a hearing process at the airport for me um in Japan to try and actually get through there so so that was interesting like a a bit of a mini court case to check if on humanitarian reasons I should be allowed back. And because my grandmother was really sick at the time, they allowed me to have been in South Africa and come back into Japan. So that was interesting. And then my brother decided that he's going to get married at the end of the year. And so I went back again because who wants to miss a family member's um, wedding? Especially we're all really close. Carol can tell you that. So I went back, went back for that. Um, and I got COVID. And then my dad got COVID. And seeing, I didn't really care that I got COVID as much as seeing my dad get it and how how unable he was to be able in every sense. And just seeing that on a figure who you don't see all the time when you're in a different country was mm. really hard. And then I, we both got better, which I'm very grateful for, but I still had COVID in my system, which was testing positive for a month. So I got stuck again and couldn't fly. But there were a lot of good things that happened in those in those times as well, and being with family for way longer than I thought I would have had um, in twenty twenty was was a real plus. Um, yeah. But yeah, so for those reasons, I'd say maybe twenty twenty was worse.
0: Was yeah, more of a trickier personally. Yeah, it's crazy, guys. Like just thinking what we and many other people and and you know, I think often to myself. Like, I haven't lost a job. I haven't lost a close family member. Um, in many ways, um, and, and not that we ever compare stories, right? Cause uh, that doesn't help. <laughs> but if I think of how COVID's impacted me compared to some other people, I, I'm very grateful. Like, it hasn't impacted me nearly as, as hectically as, um, a lot of others have experienced. Um, Anyway, but I'd like to move on to our next question. And that one, uh, uh, the question I asked um, uh, also on my social media, and and we'll have a a quick chat about it as well, um, is something surprising that happened. And I got such cool responses to this. Um, Someone said they made a wedding dress for the first time um someone else said she feels like she aged 10 years <laughs> which I can sort of um relate to I think someone said she discovered the joy of doing art for the very first time someone launched an online business uh another friend of mine Matt um is in the process of building a house and um, someone else said to me they had an investment that matured just in time during a tough financial challenge
1: congratulations that's, oh, pretty that's cool. great.
0: Someone bought a house and got two dogs. Um, Someone says she got, I got, she uh, says, uh, I got blunt with some people and it wasn't the end of the world. I survived, they survived, and our friendship thrived. It was hard, but now boundaries are in place. Um, Wow. Another guy said he fell in love to the point of thinking of marriage. Okay. And then he had those like big eyes emojis. Um, and this one also when we laugh. Someone said, I made it to the end of the year. Surprising, you know, ah, there's not. times where you think you, you're really not going to get it. Yeah, <laughs> that's like not going to happen. Someone else got married, unexpected friendships. So what I loved about this was just like the variety of different responses and how like in a year, such surprising things can happen. Like things that when you start out on the 1st of January, you're like really don't expect that thing to happen and and again that thing can be something really difficult that's um or that thing can be something really joyful you know it can be something amazing like building a house or getting a dog or having a baby or whatever it is and um yeah i just loved like the variety of those responses because for me it's like that's what life is about you know that's like a signal or um that is the sign of life let's say that um, we have these experiences and uh, that things can surprise us, you know, and it keeps us on our toes for sure. So I wanted to hear from from each of you, like just one thing that was surprising for you this year. It can be anything. Jason, uh, let's start
2: with you. Uh, for me, is acquiring this little palatial palace here. <laughs> I mean, it's now fourth, fourth month, I think it is. It's not
0: that small, hey?
2: Yeah, not that small, yeah. You know, Completely, where we, where we were. and. Honestly after we've been looking for a house to move out of our townhouse we're looking for a bigger space because having kids and even having kids wasn't wasn't a proper plan just Netflix was not that exciting um but uh we were looking and we put in offers at like two houses prior to getting this house and every time it was the weirdest experience every single time so another offer would come in counter offer after they've accepted our offer, then another counter offer would come in and then we have 72 hours and we couldn't turn it around. <clears throat> so I never thought that we would be in this house or a new house uh, by this time.
0: And you, for you, Orych, what has been a surprise or something that's been surprising for you? Momentum. <laughs>
1: I have had consistent momentum despite everything that's happened. Um, God has definitely just uh, paved the way He's never let me down. And in this season, I have just felt that um, so, so, so much momentum in having family time when I got stuck, momentum in my job, enjoying it, and also getting opportun- opportunities to to do business internationally from the amazing Tokyo. I mean, I love this place and it just, I'm so grateful I get to, to do that uh, as a, as a, I don't know, coming from European roots, probably at some point. But being a South African, being in Japan, none of it makes sense to I think anybody really. But somehow, especially the
0: Japanese, because you're quite loud. You're quite loud for them.
1: Quite loud, quite bold, and also um, quite white for uh, coming from Africa. Uh, Really, it's really a a thing. I had one conversation where, uh, and it was I think a month or two ago. Um yeah, I was uh, just in this really beautiful part of Japan, not so far from Tokyo, staying in a hotel and she, the lady there um, asked me, the lady who owns the hotel asked me, so where do you come from? And I said, South Africa. And she said, no. And I said, yes. And she said, no. And I said, well, yes. And then she asked if the sun doesn't turn you darker. if you yeah, <laughs> Really, really. I had that question. So. Um, and I, I I must say that's not something against the Japanese. That's not every Japanese person. Um, I've also had in America people who tell me uh, you know, they don't know where South Africa is or how I can be from yeah, there. The island. governor of but- Texas
0: really Texas. doesn't know where South Africa is. If you've been on Twitter at all this week. <laughs> hmm.
1: any, anyway, so but but um, momentum. Um and, and Japan is great and Japanese people are great and so are Americans. Um even Texans. I actually have a really good friend in Texas, so the amazing people. Uh, but yeah, so momentum in that also uh I I was in a really long relationship for probably my whole whole of my twenties. Um and we were serious thinking about marriage and even taking steps towards that, um, but then called it off. And so it needed to take some time to, to not be in a relationship. And I still had momentum in that in terms of just being in a place where it's never when you, when you want one that you are really in a place to have that, whatever it is, whether it's a, a person or something else. But I was very comfortable and, and just enjoying things. And then I got into a long-term relationship which is still going on now and just really great.
0: Wow, that is so cool. I must say, um, uh it's been really exciting to see you fall in love as your friends. <laughs> Watching that has been cool. Um righty. so Thanks. these are these are the surprising things. And the next thing I, I wanted to chat about is um the difficult things, the hard things, and perhaps something that you're proud of yourself for pushing through, cause um yeah, or maybe you didn't push through, I don't know, no judges, if that's the case, (laughs) sometimes hard seasons or hard things do last a while. So, um, I, yeah, so I asked the question, I asked some people, um, again, like what had been hard things for them. And again, I, I was just really blown away actually by what people shared with me. Um, and one of them was, Balancing emotions, that's something I could um, really uh, identify with. Um, Someone mentioned grieving loss, and I know that she had lost a baby in in the course of the year. So just really, really difficult things that you, I mean, I I can't even imagine what that must feel like. Um, Someone else commented, um, owning and acknowledging my generation's beep, so, yeah, just, I guess, having to face some of the stuff that who, she feels her generation has been responsible for. Um, someone else said the emotional impact of 2020 and only, she feels like it only registered this year and um, that they, as a family, had to deal with the consequences of that. Um, someone else said having to move back to my parents' place. Um getting really busy again with what felt like real life and really missing the slowness of what was 2020. Uh, Someone else said not getting an increase for two years in a row, working alone from home. Someone else mentioned letting go of things that she's lost and attached to identity to, um, and showing up to rebuild. And she was just saying that actually that really feels quite beautiful right now. Um. And then the last one I want to share is uh, keeping hope alive. And I think that's one I can also identify with. I think sometimes when you, yeah, when you, when you're struggling with stuff, when things are hard, like keeping that hope alive is, is actually quite, quite tricky. I feel like something that's been hard for me is um, dealing with expectations like in life and when life doesn't go that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Yeah. You know keeping keeping hope alive and also looking at yeah. your expectations and seeing like firstly whether they're realistic and secondly whether they're actually good for you um and you all like what are what have been some hard things what are some things that you've pushed through
1: A hard thing was really losing my grandmother and not being able to see her um and I think um my heart goes out and I shout out to anyone or I don't know if shout out's the right word but I just I'm I feel so strongly right now for people who might have to go through that now and I feel really emotional even saying that but we're living in a in a weird month or two or three with this new variant um Japan has made itself actually a proper island um, the laws are changing again, or the rules, but they literally like told airlines to stop flights in inbound and outbound. And at a stage, said all foreign residents, e- even even those who have like long term residence status in Japan, we won't be allowed back in if we go out now. Only Japanese citizens. And they did that before as well. That's why I was stuck for four months. Those kind of realities are tough and that's that's Japan, but uh, I think everybody's got those kind of realities. I think UK and South Africa has been a really difficult one. Um, and so the thing now that my heart goes out to you if you're going through this and don't do it alone because I know how hard it was for me with my gran. Um, although she was at a beautiful old age and had lived a really good life and I had a lot of good moments with her, yours might be worse. But don't try and do this alone and do take time to mourn if you're going through something like this. But for people who are in one country and can't get to another country right now, um, if someone gets sick, if I get sick now, really sick, no one can get to me in Japan, actually. like Physically, there's no flights, really. Uh, and also, if someone else gets sick, I can't really get there. And it's the same for I think many other people. And so if you're in that situation, don't do it alone. If you're already on the other side, again, I would say, make sure you're mourning. Um, it's You have to take time to live in the season of death as hard as that is.
0: Jason, let's quickly hear from you. Like what is something that's been really tough for you and something that you have felt like you've needed to push
2: through? fatherhood, uh, definitely uh, coupled with the pandemic. And, uh, and that's something that was has uh, been hard. Um, especially, uh, like I said, two kids at this small age or at least young age, sorry. And then coupled with all the restrictions and all the challenges around. I mean, we, both my wife and I had COVID and luckily it was a mild version of it that wasn't intense. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's the sort of challenges. And that's something I had to push through. Like, you have to push through because you're responsible for two amazing little girls with amazing futures and i always have to remind myself and we have to remind ourselves is that we we need to invest in them for the future much like i am i am where i am right now because of my parents investment in myself and my sister
0: yeah and i you know jason yeah like something i've seen with you as well it's like obviously navigating having two very small babies very close together and at the same time, our business, so Jason and I ran a business together, for those of you who don't know that. Um, and our our business has grown significantly this year. So that has been demanding, like in and of itself, and then you're not sleeping, it's like it's pretty full on. To wrap up, I, I wanted to ask one more question, and that is about how we are going to approach 2022. So yeah, I, I, I'll i go last so I think I'm going to ask Jason first like if you if you're looking ahead I mean I know it's not really necessarily top of mind because it's still like December madness and all of that stuff but like you know in a month's time we are going to be in a new year like what is your approach to 2022 going to be?
2: Um, I would say my approach to 2022 is approach a bit more bravery I think the uh, these past two years, has been, I think a year of establishment, like I've got two kids and new house. So building a new rhythm. And I feel like 2022 is going to be an expansion of that and uh, being more brave to go after the things. And I mean, I I always think about and pray for the next year. And like what a Carol hates it. shit. All her eyes at the the, 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 the way I name my year going forward. So like 2022 for me is going to be 2020 you. In other words, it's it's for me to to step out, to go after those things, to be brave. Um, We've been in in hibernation. We've been in building phase for the past two years. We understand that there's a pandemic. We understand that there's a virus. But now let's be brave in how we build a life through and beyond this how do you push through beyond this and so that's what 2022 for me in particular is going to be or 2020 you as i would say <laughs> jason
0: always has those things that's an awesome answer jason i love that so, so
1: you- jason always has those things now okay go on mute again that's awesome jason
0: <laughs> rude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who's yeah. rude
0: rude you're rude okay and you Ulrich, what are, how what's your approach to 2022 gonna be
1: I like to have these grand ideas uh, and I sometimes think I'm okay to have grand ideas or I won't do it. I won't have too much of an out there idea. I'll be able to complete it, but I always fail with with first thinking too big and then, well, not always, but I need to sometimes cut down. And again, it happened where this month I thought I'm going to do 10Ks every day. I mean, that's just madness for me. I I, I don't even have the time to do that. So then I thought 5Ks. And even that is actually a disaster. So I've made it 2Ks, two kilometers a day, just to limit that. And some of those 2Ks is not too hard to do, even if you don't have a lot of time, or if it's just a walk to the office or a walk for a phone call. And I might fail for some of those days, but I realized making easy, achievable goals and minimalizing that is much better than trying to be over the top. And it's not about getting over the top quickly, but small progress is two kilometers a day to find out that you're fitter in a month later because you were able to achieve.
0: I love that so much. It's something I've also been kind of like trying to cultivate a mindset where it's like, am I moving more towards that thing? So if it's fitness, am I moving more towards it? So it's not about like what I do every day or like, it's just because some months are, or some weeks are going to be great, others are not going to be great, but it's like in general, am I moving more towards that thing? So I love what you're saying. I think for me, um, something that I'm hoping to approach 2022 with is, and I love with what, like, I would say both of the things you guys have said, I'm on board with that. Um, something for me is I'm trying to cultivate like a, a more curious or curiosity about life and um, I'm a bit of a control freak I really struggle with feeling out of control and so something I'm trying to cultivate is being curious because when you're curious then you're acknowledging that you're not in control and you actually open up like a lot more options Um, so even in like a relationship instead of just Um, as soon as you feel triggered shutting down, it's like asking questions rather. So how can I be curious about that? I think um, being curious about um, how I can um, develop a business or grow in friendships. So that's definitely something, it doesn't come naturally to me, but it's something that I am trying to cultivate in myself. Um, And then I think the other thing is, Um, I want to approach 2022 with, uh, just like a continuing, um, I guess, like growth in, in having like real authentic relationships with the people that matter and showing up for the people who matter to me, you know, letting them know that they are the people like they're my people and, um you know a big part of my life the last few years has been slowing down it has been getting less busy um and recognizing that time is finite and capacity is finite and you can't invest like a lot in a lot of people um and so really like figuring out those these are the relationships that I'm spending time on um and yeah, like I say, like really showing up for the people who are my people and making sure that they know that they're my people and um and having fun, you know, kind of not getting too serious. Um, Obviously life is serious, it's complex, it's hard, it's all of those things, but still approaching it with like a level of wonder and finding beauty and um, yeah, realizing that, yeah, like th- this is it like not to get all cheesy and stuff, but like this, this is our life. Like what we're doing right now is life and we're not waiting for life to start. We're actually in it. So yeah, guys, it's been so amazing. And, you know, as I'm seeing both of your faces on my screen, I have to just say that you are two of my most favorite people in the whole entire world. Um, And you both have impacted my life in like big, big, big ways. Um, I know that we, that we can be like really silly together, which is so cool. And we can also, I, I think both of you, um, we've had like some of the deepest conversations, you know. So yeah, I just appreciate that so much. I hope you both have a wonderful festive season and I'm excited to to carry on um, in friendship and in work together next year. So there it is. As the sun sets on 2021, perhaps you'd like to take some time out to reflect on some of these questions that we chatted through. Perhaps you need to celebrate something, or mourn something, or phone someone to say you're grateful for their presence in your life. Perhaps you want to hug your love a little tighter, or try something new for the first time. Maybe you'd like to sleep for a week, and I'm sure all of us are hoping for a meaningful Christmas and some delicious gammon with our loved ones. For those who find this time of year lonely and difficult, I truly pray that you will experience comfort and connection. And as the dust settles on another year, perhaps you'd also like to give some thought to how you'd like to approach 2022. Because we're in it for better or for worse. And my hope for all of us is that we will find true north and enjoy the beauty of the quest. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Navigating Life podcast and for listening this year. I really do appreciate it. I'm looking forward to being back in 2022. If you'd like to follow me on social media, please do um, at Williams. You can also check out my website caroljoywilliams.com. And thank you to Jason Skippers and to Phobian for being on this episode with me. Thank you also to everyone who always comments on my social media and gives feedback on some of the questions I ask that really shape these episodes. This would not be the same without you. Take care and have a beautiful
2: Christmas.